Welcome to the Way Welling Podcast. I am Jason, the host for this show. This is where I sit down with guests who have taken a career leap of faith and are now pursuing perhaps what was once a side hustle or what was once a passion and now they are making that their livelihood. They share their stories with the hopes that you can pull from them, maybe gain some insight or just some inspiration if you are thinking about making a leap of faith yourself. And today's episode is Hobby Sans. Hobby is an amazing photographer. That's how we kind of started talking on Instagram. Uh, I did get to know a little bit about him and found out that he lives in Thailand, which I found very interesting since he was born and raised in Spain. And we get into his story. How did he end up in Thailand? He opened a boutique hotel about 10 years ago and has been able to sustain a life there and make his way make his living and along the way he discovered a passion for photography and he's now considering making another leap and pursuing that full-time so his story is absolutely incredible and i hope you guys enjoy it all right we are here with javi sans he is a boutique hotel owner based in thailand and he's also a an amazing landscape photographer what's up javi Hello, what's up, guys? Um, so, okay, so here we are. Um, I guess you want to know my my history about why I left um, Spain and come to Thailand and make my own business here, right? Yeah, for sure. So tell us where you're at with that. Okay, so I normally was uh, working in Spain. I have uh, the privilege, actually, to work uh, for six months. I think kind of like you, I'm not a teacher, but <laughs> I used to work for six months um, in the summer and then I used to, to travel for, for six months. That was my last four or five years in Spain. And one of that trips, I discovered this island. It's called Colipe Island. It's in, in South Thailand. It's an, a paradise island, very small, with white beaches, crystal water, amazing corals, um, one of the most beautiful islands in, in Thailand. And I fall in love. I fall in love now with a Thai woman. I fall in love with the island, with the life in here. So simple, nice, quiet, no stress at all. And then for three years in a row, I, I come in holidays. Uh, the third year was in that moment that in Spain was in a, in a crisis, was not really a good situation there. Me, I have the job and I was lucky, but was not an easy moment in that uh, period, and then I I decided to move here, and then I have a a few money, not too much, save money, and then I decide to to make my own boutique hotel, really small. I have only six rooms, and a Spanish restaurant, and this is already 12 years ago, and here we are still here. <laughs> so it's we're in 2019, so 12 years ago. Yeah. What year was that? Around 2007. I was. I'm 42. So yeah, I was like a 29, 30 when I started to come here. I was like 26, 27 when okay. I started to come to Thailand. And then when I decided to move and make my my own business was yes, I was 30, 30, 31. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So 30, 31. I'm I'm not sure how that. Uh, equates in in Spain, but in in the U.S. here, that's kind of later in life to be making such a big move and big decision. So, can you, if you can remember, 
I mean, it was 12 years ago, but can you like kind of bring us back to where you were and how, how easy or difficult it was to make that decision and what went into it? I mean, when you told your f friends and family, like I'm, I'm moving to Thailand, you know, how did they respond to that? Um, everybody was saying, you are crazy guy. Javi, <laughs> <laughs> you are crazy. What are you doing, man? Do you think well? <laughs> and of course, I didn't think well. If I think and I sit down and do the math for sure, I, 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 I will not be here right now. Um, but uh, you do these crazy things and who don't risk, uh, no gain, right? So, yeah, I didn't think too much, actually. But uh, I take the decision. I come here. I throw was... Uh, Everything pink, like I mean, everything was uh, easy to do it, mm -hmm. but it uh, was not that easy. Um, to move to a country that you don't speak the language, uh, the, the people doesn't speak really good English here, and um, was was pretty difficult the first few years. So the first year I need to find a secretary, we can call like this, uh, who was translate for me. Uh, to talk with the people, so I have to talk with her, she have to talk with the others, and then like this for everything, to order the materials, to build the resort, because I build everything, I just bought the land, Wow! and then I, I create uh, what is my place right now. And uh, it was a crazy project, because this is, as I say, it's a very small island, now it's quite development, but uh, 10, 12 years ago was nothing, was nothing, just uh, some local fishermen here, and uh, to bring only just the materials to 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 staff uh, to start the construction was was pretty hard. And then after that, uh, <laughs> uh, the construction uh, take me more long than longer than what I expect. Mm -hmm. I thought uh, in one year I will finish and then open and start to make some money, but uh, it took me almost two years to to finish the things. And then later when I open uh, the first thing, <laughs> uh, this is funny, the first thing uh, I start to have some staff, right? Some Thai people come to work with me, the chef and, mm -hmm. and the housekeeping and stuff like this. And what we think is a common sense uh, for them is not. So me, <laughs> I used to work um, in, a, in a hostelry for many years. I, I, I used to, to live in Ibiza also. I'm from Pamplona, but... Uh, my last four four years was in Spain was in Ibiza working in a in a club, and I've been working as always in in hostelry, you know, in restaurants, bars, nightclubs. So I used to 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 do this kind of business, knowing my as a boss, but uh, as a waiter, as a manager, and then the things that for me was super simple and no, they didn't understand, and then um, I got angry. They leave me, you know, they, I, I be alone many times in here they, they, they get, because they don't understand when you get angry, you know, it's like, a <laughs> right. and my staff, they leave me from one moment to another. And the first couple of years was crazy, was crazy. Um, until I now, of course, uh, I make my, a good team of uh, staff. Some of them, they are working for me already for five, six years. And teaching them, teaching them every day. So I still teaching them after five, six years. But now I can start to be more relaxed and, and enjoy and have freedom. 
And then another history is coming about this and about this freedom. I start to travel again, uh, again because I used to travel a lot, but after I start with the business, I, I stop. So um, I start to travel again, and then I, like two and a half years ago, I went in Iceland, and then that country blow my mind like crazy. Like uh, the nature there was unbelievable, and then I I bought my my actually camera uh, there in Reykjavik and thanks of that country I became a photographer yeah so now all my passion is uh, about photography as well yeah you can really tell I mean looking at your work it's incredible um, and Iceland is <laughs> is definitely a place you want to have a camera and kind of know what you're doing with it um, but for a second if if we could I'd like to dive back into what you brought up as far as, so you, yes. you worked, uh, how many years did you work in the hotel business before? Um, you said you lived in Ibiza for a little while and were you working in hotels in Pamplona as well? Actually in a hotel I never worked before. I was working in restaurants, bars oh. and, and clubs, never in a hotel. I, okay. I, I didn't have any idea how to run a hotel but um it's, it's actually the hotel is is pretty easy to run is uh, i have only six rooms and um and it's very easy to manage what is difficult is the restaurant man the restaurant is a headache <laughs> it's really headache every day because it's very difficult to make happy all the clients right all the Definitely. all the people come to the restaurant even if you serve uh, very good food and you try to give a very good service for sure there is one will never be happy and um, yeah and here in the island is also another thing and we live far away from midland it's like 80 kilometers from midland so suppliers uh, stock and all these kind of things is, is very complicated here Okay, so you had zero experience with running a hotel, but you did have experience of working in like a bar restaurant environment, which you also, you opened a hotel and a restaurant. So um, again, like what, <laughs> I guess, how did you, where did it come, I mean, where does the confidence come from that you say, okay, I'm, this is what I'm gonna do, we'll, we'll, see, we'll see what happens. If I tell you the truth, Jason, if I tell you the truth, when I decided to move to this island and make a business, um, I was doing one little business when I was traveling here to, to Thailand that was to buy clothes. I don't know if you know, in Thailand you can buy kind of like anything, like any brands, super cheap, yes, anything. Yes, I mean, I, I, I went to Vietnam, so yeah. Okay, yeah, exactly the same. So I was I was buying good brands, bring clothes to Ibiza, send it by post, and then I was selling there. So my idea at the beginning to make here a business was to open a shop. Oh, okay, <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, but and then uh, I realized that the cost of the things to, um, and I studied the, the, the market in the island, no? So I see in three years how it's developed. And I see how much tourism was coming every year more and more. So I say, hmm, so maybe it's better to open a bar or then I go to a restaurant and then I decide, why not rooms? So at the end, I, yeah, at the end, I, I, 
I decided to, to open a, a hotel for that reason because it was the best thing in the market in that moment. And um, yeah, yeah, what was that? So you basically you were there and just you paid it, you paid attention to the amount of tourists that were starting to come in, and you thought that would be something that would be more sustain sustainable to make a living from. In the future, yeah, yeah, exactly. Got it. So for me, like leaving something is scary, especially, you know, you're leaving all your friends and family and you're going to start a new, new thing. So, um, I, I mean, I guess like, it sounds like you just said, I'm going to go do this. I fell in love with the, the place. And then you studied a little bit about how you can make a living there. And then you just went up and did it. What was, what was, I guess, this is kind of a double question. What was the hardest part of that? And then what was easy about that for you? Um, I think I'm the, how you, how you say in English, the, the black sheep of the family. The black sheep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because my, my sister, I have two, two older sisters. They are very con conservative. I think you say in English. Um, yes, yes. like, um, yeah, they, they, they grow up, they get a husband, they got children and blah, 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 house, car and whatever. Mm -hmm. Me, I was always uh, opposite of these things. I, I was always getting some money from my jobs and travel, get some money and travel and travel and travel. I was always, always trying to, to discover new places. And, and then, uh, that part was not that difficult for me. Uh, I mean, to, to leave Spain and to come to Thailand and, and live here was pretty easy, actually. Well, what was difficult was to separate from my family. My friends at the end, uh, you know, uh, friends, friends, friends. Yes, I still have friends in, the, in Pamplona. Every time I go to Pamplona, I visit my friends. But the hard part was my family because I was very attached to my mom and and uh, actually, just a few years before, my, my dad, uh, before me, I moved here, my dad died. So my mom was pretty alone. And, and to leave her was the most difficult part. Yeah. Wow. I'm sorry to hear that. No problem. <laughs> so, but you, you go back quite a bit, though, right? Every, at least every summer, do you go for the holidays as well? Yes. Uh, the first. Oh, almost four years. I couldn't. Um, as I said to you, I was. I didn't have anyone uh, to who can I can trust hundred percent to leave this place and then go away for like a couple of months. I couldn't. For the first three years, four years, I have to be here twenty-four hours working. And but and then yeah, after four years, now I go back uh, every summer. I go in June, July. I go for San Fermin. <laughs> People go back home for Christmas. Me, I go for San Fermin. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> Mejor. Um, yeah, and then, uh, yeah, I, I try to go every year a couple of months and visit my family. And yeah, now actually in low season, I I normally close my, my place for a few months, four months, four or five months. And then uh, I have freedom to, to go somewhere. My my family they actually they come here. My mom come already like three four times, but she's getting a little bit old now, and and it's very hard for her to 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 get a long flight, 11, 12 hours flight, plus another flying here in Thailand, and then the boat, and then 
yeah, it's, it's not that easy for her anymore. But yeah, I try to go for sure. I try to go to visit my family every year. Yeah, it's, I know how important that is for my wife. You know, we, we, it was part of our deal when we got married was like, we have to go back to see my friends and family all the time. So yeah. I know that I would imagine that that would be a very difficult thing to do. Um, probably, yeah, as you just said, the most difficult thing to do was leaving, leaving your family. Um, so it, it, it sounds like this is just who you are as a human being though. Like you are somebody that always wanted to travel and experience life in a different way. The way you, the way you described, you know, how your sisters live their life um, is, I mean, it's pretty much how most people in the middle class in the U.S. live their life. You know, they, they go to high school, then they go to college, then they get a job, then they, you know, settle down, get married, you know, have two kids or one, whatever the average is nowadays. And then, you know, they, they work a job for 35, 40 years and then that's a wrap. That's it's a very um, boxed in kind of cookie cutter type of life. So that really resonates with me because I've played around with this idea of possibly leaving, um, you know, a comfortable life to pursue my passions as well. So I can definitely identify with that. Would you say that that is pretty much the, the, the easiest part? It's just kind of who you are or, you know, was there stuff about it that really... Yeah simplified it for you to, to make that decision to leave probably yes yes and and you know I'm, I'm i'm a person that i don't need i don't need a huge economy i i just need a little bit to live and this is one of the reasons why i love this island when i come here because i didn't need anything there is no i mean there is no cars uh, can you imagine this island is uh one and a half kilometer per tick Per, per three kilometers is very small. We have uh, like 1,000 people living here. Um, and then, in, of course, in high season, it's a lot of tourists coming. But there is nothing. Uh, there is no malls. There is no cinema. Uh, you know, there is nothing to consume. I don't have a car. I don't need anything in here. And that was one of the reasons why I really love this place. I just was enjoying the day, watching the sea, relaxing. And then, of course, now I'm working, I have my business, I got stressed like all the humans being for sure, especially on the beginning of the seasons to get ready, but uh, completely different. You know, I, I don't I don't have an alarm and I need to wake up to take the subway, take one hour, one hour and a half to go to my job. Um, all these kind of things like is is really really important you know and um and i'm not rich i of course i have my own business but don't think i i get a lot of money i maybe just have a good salary like i could make in spain in in any job but in here i live like a king really i i really happy to live here really really happy so when you say you live like a king there what what is it you know, like the, the daily expense in Thailand. I, I remember from Vietnam, it was dirt cheap. I remember going to a dinner with, with my wife and her mother and it was an amazing dinner and we were stuffed. And when we brought, they brought us the bill, it was seven us dollars total. <laughs> so is it similar to yeah, that? Of course. Exactly. Of course, if you want to spend money, you can spend, of course, there is a lot of luxury things in here in Thailand. 
and very nice restaurants also Michelin star or whatever but um, if you just go like normal people um, you can spend for a meal uh, like three four bucks and maybe a drink one buck and then you finally eat for five in total so you spend like a five euro or I don't know seven dollars um, and accommodations uh, depend, of course, where, but um, as I say, you can spend whatever you want. But the normal average is like uh, 500 baht, 600 baht, Thai baht, uh, that is, is like uh, 10, 10 euro, about 10, 12 euro for accommodation for a stay one night in a, in, in a place. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty nice. And then you take a taxi, for example, a taxi from the airport that is 45 kilometers, 45 kilometers to the to the center of the city in Bangkok. It costs 300 baht. That is like a seven bucks. You know, it's like a, wow. when I take a taxi in Pamplona, only open the door, <laughs> only open the door of the car is already seven euros. Like, excuse right. me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? So, yeah, kind, yeah. This is that. So, yeah, it's just, I, I really like Asia in, in general. Uh, I, I decide Thailand because Thailand is a pretty easy country, uh, very safe and, and very nice. But uh, in general, I love Asia. Yeah. yeah, that's the experience that my wife and I had when we went. It was just we couldn't believe what you were able to get for your money. And uh, it was pretty incredible. Um, yeah, so... Going back to when you originally started talking about uh, the difficulties in your first few years, um, how were you able to kind of overcome those difficulties? How I was able? Yeah, to overcome the difficulties that you had in, in your business in the first few years. You were way I, I in a different country. I and <laughs> I don't know how I make it this man. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't know. I was, yeah. If I if I go back and I remember all these things, uh, I get crazy many times. I, I I remember to fight with everyone because it was so complicated everything. Like um, the most simple thing was so difficult. And um, yeah, I remember get to fight with all the suppliers, with all these, with uh, with everybody because. For me, it was super simple, but no, they, they didn't understand, and the, the way they work was completely different. And and uh, yeah, uh, you get frustrated many times, uh, but uh, fighting and fighting and fighting. At the end, I, I I come out, yeah, and and actually I have a very successful business right now, so I'm very happy, yeah. Everybody, I don't know, my family, friends, and, and people around me, they, they say, wow, Javi, you really make it. Uh, we are very proud of you. But I tell you the truth, I I don't really know how. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know from where I take the power and the things, but yeah, but for, I did it. <laughs> well, in the beginning, if you were, if you were, if everything turned into a fight, and it was very very simple in your mind. Did you find yourself changing how you how you were going yes. about making things happen? So you had to make adjustments. Yes, exactly. Um, I changed. I changed a lot. This this experience actually changed 
changed me my personality a lot uh, in a good way. Eh? Uh, if I think right now and talking to you, remember all these things. I um, now is I, I just close the eyes. You know, if I see something that is very simple for me, but for them no, I just close the eyes and I say, okay, doesn't matter. <laughs> Before I will fight for it. I will fight until they understand, but they will not understand. That that is the point. Now I'm I don't care. It's like um, I don't get angry. I just relax. Okay, I explained to you one time, two times, three times. You still don't understand. It's okay, no problem. <laughs> you know, um, yeah. Uh, it's changed. It's changed for me a lot, my personality, and and make me more patient uh, about the things, um, more calm. Uh, try to see the things in different ways, and. Um, and of course, now I speak Thai, so it's also much more easy for me. Wow. <laughs> Are you yeah. fluent? Are you fluent in Thai? Um, like, I can maybe 60, 60%, yeah, 60%. Right, right. Enough, like I have a, enough to a get by, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a normal life conversation, I can, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, and now I try, yeah. Um, yeah, now the things are much more easy than before. Sure. So it took it took some adjusting to do, and it sounds like you you've grown a great deal from this experience. I mean, it's been twelve years, and you learned quickly in the beginning what uh, what wasn't working, and then you made adjustments, and then and now you get along just fine with patience and you know staying calm and kind of understanding that there's going to be some uh, misunderstanding. I mean, you're talking about two different cultures and two different way of communicating and, and you figured that all out, which is a, a testament to you being able to survive and, and keep your business, um, thriving. So that's awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so what? I'm sure there's gotta be something that has, has come about that maybe you wouldn't have been able to do in your life had you, you know, kind of stayed in a more, um, secure path like kind of what we were talking about before with like what your sisters have done what are some of the best things that you think have happened to you because you went out and took this risk and did this huge move if you can remember a couple like your top two or three things that you would say you know there's no way I would have been able to do this in my life if if I would have just you know gotten a job and you know worked at the job for 20 years and then you know got retirement in Pamplona well, actually, um, I think was was the, the the situation of travel, and I, I really get in love with travel, and uh, and get to know new cultures and and people and, and new adventures, and and uh, one of the trips like really changed my life was um, and and start to make me decide to 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 go away uh, was India. I went in India like 15 years ago by myself. I was there for six months. I traveled the whole country almost. And when I back to Pamplona after that to go back to work in Ibiza, I was a different person, really different person. I was like uh, that country really changed me in, in many ways. And then um, I was just to, to thinking to make money to leave my to leave Spain and to 
and to come here or, or somewhere else. At the end, I found this place, of course. But uh, that was the, the reason why I started to try to find a place where I want to live. And I didn't want to live in Pamplona or in Spain or, or there. Wow. I don't know if I explain myself. <laughs> no, for sure. I mean, so you had a trip to India that impacted you greatly and, and kind of changed you. And yeah. that, that was before you went to Thailand, right? Yeah, it was, was the year before I went to Thailand for the first time, yeah. Okay. Wow. That's pretty incredible. Um, six, yeah, and when I, when I back to Pamplona, I was like, uh, what, what, what I'm doing here? Why I want a, a, a Opel Astra or why I want a, a house? Why I need all these things? You know, I was like... Uh, I don't need all these things. Uh, I don't want this. I don't want that. Uh, I don't need this. I just want to travel. Found a place where I'm, like this place when I come first time, and and of course uh, I have to make some money. So that's why I make the business. But uh, no, 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 just for survive. Uh, I didn't have a plan to to be rich. You know, I want to make a business and make a lot of money. No was just the idea to, to survive. So, um, yeah, India really, well, I actually I really want to go back now, especially because I love photography and, and that country was amazing. And, um, yeah, I suggest you to go to India, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's incredible. I mean, like, to be able to do that um, at such, I mean, how old were you when you did that? You said, like, 15 years ago? And to, yeah. to be there for six months, that's, that's amazing. I mean, it's, it, it, it's pretty evident that you are somebody that wanted to, to really soak up life and, 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 you know, take the bull by the horns and go after everything that you wanted, which is, which is incredible. Um, but uh, so I was, I was trying to get into, because you are now, you know, the owner of a boutique hotel in Thailand and a restaurant. Are there things that have happened because you own that business? Like, like the top thing, top one or two things that you've been able to enjoy in your life because you were able to um, kind of create the life that you want to live. Not many people that I know, I mean, you literally have created the life that you wanted. You, you live simply. You, you said to yourself, you know, I, I don't need to be filthy rich. I only need, it sounds like you, you picked out, this is what I need to be happy in life. And these are the things that make me happy. And I'm going to go make that happen for myself, which is amazing. And um, so the question was kind of what has, what opportunities have come your way because you've done that, that maybe you wouldn't have been able to take advantage of. Um, I think to have, as you, you just said, to have the freedom to do almost whatever I want. Um, this is, this is more important than to have five billion dollars in your account. I tell you to have a freedom to do what you want is for me is, is, is the, the most important and, um, and to decide what you want in your life, uh, not deciding because 
by your job, you know, for example, I, I have my friends in, in Pamplona who they work in the factories or, or, or in an office or whatever they work. Uh, they have to work for nine hours, 10 hours, uh, same day, same hours, every day. And they have one day off a week, two days off a week. Uh, that is for the entire year. And um, and one of the things I really appreciate now of my life is like I work for five, six months. And then I'm freedom to work, uh, to, to travel again for another five, six months. Uh, even during the season, I still have some time now because I build a very good team and now I I can leave. For example, normally in, in December, I normally go to Bali. In March, I always travel also. Now I'm going probably in the end of February, I'm going to the Baikal tour to Russia. I really exciting to photograph the, these um, frozen, frozen lakes of the Baikal. And yeah, to have this freedom is for me the most important. And to build this life, uh, I think is wonderful. It's it's inspiring. I mean, I'm inspired just thinking about. I mean, just thinking about leaving everything you kind of know your, your complete comfort zone is just w wiped away, and everything you've been through up to this point the 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 difficulty it was leaving your family, the difficulty it was being in a new country where you didn't speak the language and you're trying to start a business and the frustrations that you must have um, fought through in order to stand on your own two feet, all with the end goal of having this freedom. It's just inspiring hearing this in hearing your story. And uh, wow, it's pretty incredible that you, you've been able to go through all that and then, you know, come out on the other side and, and have the freedom that you do and be able to, I mean, ideally that's my wife and I have talked about having a, a life similar to what you just described six months, um, in one place and then six months kind of doing whatever you want to do and traveling and, and enjoying life and really, um, you know, do it, man is the best. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I have to ask, like, do you, who, in, who inspires you? I mean, who, was this all self-motivated or did you, do you read about people uh, no, or did you no, hear stories of other people? Yeah, sorry. Um, I have another friend who is living now north of Thailand. He's in, in Pai, in a place very, very, very cool in the mountains in, in the north of Thailand. Um, who was working with me in Ibiza. Um, he's a little bit older than me, like maybe he's now 50, 54 maybe, mm -hmm. 12 years older than me. And we was living together in Ibiza. Uh, we was working working together as well and first time i come here to thailand was with him and and our dreams start to 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 come out when we come to this island both of us uh, at the end he decided another place for for him as i say but uh, yeah we was uh, uh, yeah all the all the time together and talking about these dreams and and yeah so it was uh, my, my friend David. His name is David. That's that's incredible. So just just really one person kind of helped push you in the right direction to get you to go after what you really wanted in life. Mm. Yeah, he didn't have the things very clear as me, but um, we was traveling and, and 
And yeah, and every day was talking about these things. And can you imagine to live in Kia? To live Pamplona? He's from Pamplona as well. This is very, very... <laughs> can you imagine? Oh, wow. Yes, yes. I can imagine. Can you? <laughs> like this every day, you know, and it was, it was wonderful. So at the end, yeah, both of us, exactly the same year, we decided to leave Spain and come here and, and try. And both of us, we are successful right now, actually. He opened also um, a small hotel with a few rooms in, in North Pie, and he's doing as well, very well. So, um, yeah. Me, I will, I will, uh, how to say? Um, yeah, I will, I will say to everybody to, to, to please go out from your comfort zone, as you are saying all the time, and try, just try. Um, I don't know. I think I think there is so many things, very good things to to discover out of that comfort zone. But I know it's difficult. I I, I see from from my family, my sister, my friends, and but it's not impossible. Right. I mean, in the previous uh, podcast that I recorded, you know, like people have had to you know, save money before they did it. But it sounds like your story is pretty much, you just went, <laughs> you didn't, you didn't think too much about it. You just said, this is what I want and I'm going to go and do it, which is. Yeah, I was, I was, yeah, it was kind of like that. But of course I, I have some uh, money saved. Um, and when I decide uh, the first, the first time I start to think very serious about this is take me three years well, two, two, yeah, two and a half to to get the money I need. Actually, it was not too much for the start uh, my business here. Um, was cheaper than to buy one apartment in Pamplona, I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> so I say I buy an apartment in Pamplona, or I own my business. I say sounds much better to own my business in a Th in Thailand in a paradise island than to buy an apartment in Pamplona, no? So let's go to Thailand. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of like that. But of course, I worked very hard the last couple of years in, in Ibiza. I was working a lot and, and make good money and something I have saved for the years before of my work and and some help, of course. And then I can start to, to, to do my business. Okay. Yeah, that makes that makes perfect sense. Like I just the idea of me leaving, I, I would have to have for me, for my, to feel like I'm not taking that big of a risk because I want to, no. I want to try to minimize my risk would be to save, you know, at least a couple of years worth of, of, um, you know, my mortgage payments because my wife and I own our condo here in, in Chicago. And, uh, so it's good to think about that kind of stuff. It's good to, to hear from you that, yeah, there wasn't, you didn't just go, you had, you obviously had to have something kind of put away um so yeah i mean like six months in thailand and then you're going to be going to russia soon you said and you go to bali in december uh probably yeah actually i'm i got an offer from um a very good photographer in spain i don't know if you follow him his, his name is david castan uh, okay. One of the most famous photographers in Spain. He's on the profession for 20 years, about. And been doing 
workshops and uh, two art photographies for like 15 years. Um, and then he took me to his team and then he want to open a workshops here in, in Asia because actually it's a very hiding place. Uh, everybody is doing workshops in Iceland, Foray Islands, uh, Canada, uh, the most epic and typical place, right? But nobody is doing here in Asia. And this is, a, I tell you, there is so many hiding gems, and especially in Indonesia, here in Thailand as well. And then uh, I will start to work with him. We have a project, uh, we have our first workshops uh, in Bali, will be Bali and Indonesia, will be in March next year. So um, I have to go first with him to show him the area and, and do some scouting that me I already know very well. And, and yeah, and, and then in February I have planned to go to the Baikals. And, and in the future, in the couple, well, in the couple, no, next year, I, I, I will start to do some more workshops. Oh, uh, finally, uh, finally, sorry. Uh, um, yeah, I will start next next year probably in uh, Dolomites and North Spain as well. And it's pretty cool because uh, uh, I've been working hard also with the photography because now I have more free time and and now I start to come out some projects and I'm super excited and happy about all these things. Uh, that's that's incredible too. I mean, did you? Were you a photographer before you decided to go to Thailand and do the hotel thing, or did you just pick it up along the way? Uh, not at all. I was, of course, I was travel uh, a lot, and I like travel photography, but I didn't have a, a camera. I was, um, no, not really. I was not uh, into the photography. I, I can say, like many people, uh, when you hear the stories, oh, yeah, I was... Since I was a kid, I have a camera in my house, in my family, and my parents. No, I just started three years ago. I bought, I bought my camera in, in Iceland. But I tell you, I, I got really passionate about not, not just the photography, just what is behind, uh, because I love travel. And then the travel take me to this amazing place and the nature and connect to the nature and, and stay in the mountain by myself and, and just hear the wind and and nothing else and all these kind of things is just um, really passionate to me and um, and it's what I just think right now see if I tell you the truth I am I am thinking to to <laughs> to rent my place to rent this business and um, and go and try the photography yeah and try now a different different business wow so you're thinking about making the leap again Amazing. Yes. <laughs> yeah, there is, I think there is a cycle in, in the life, you know, every, every, I don't know, every, I don't know, three years, five, ten years for each one for sure is different. Mm -hmm. I think it's, uh, I, I think it's, it's arriving my, my time to, to make a chance. And um, I already have the best in here. And now I found this of photography is not an easy profession, of course. No, but I don't know. I, I think I can try and maybe, yeah, rent my place or put someone who can I trust really well and just come here a few, a few times to check that everything is okay. And then, 
keep traveling, keep photographing the world, and and yeah. That's truly, truly incredible. That, uh, in a way, I think doing the hotel and going to Thailand opened the doors to you finding this passion in photography. And I, I think that's incredible as well. Like you always like to travel. So maybe you would have discovered photography and, 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 and loved it either way. Had you, had you not done the Thailand hotel thing, but um, I, I, in my estimation, I think it probably helped the process along a little bit. And now it's definitely opened the doors to working with, um, you know, there's some incredible photographer in, uh, in Spain, David, uh, because you have unique insight into Thailand and the places around that, um, gave you kind of, uh, gave you the opportunity to work with, you know, this other amazing photographer, um, because you now provide, uh, unique information and insight to, uh, kind of a remote place, which is, you know, that doesn't happen if you don't take those risks and you didn't go out there and it kind of all, you know, kind of all, uh, comes together when you look at it, you know, at, at the history of, of your story, which is incredible. Yeah. So, um, that's really it for, for now, for, for what I wanted to kind of get, um, from this conversation, but, uh, it sounds like you have a lot more living to do and a lot more uh, stuff coming up and some decisions to make. And in the future, I'd love to have you back on um, to see where you're at with uh, if you go ahead and decide to make a leap again and you rent out your uh, hotel to somebody else and uh, would love to check back in and definitely want to meet up with you in Pamplona this summer and go shoot a little bit in Spain. Um, but I want to thank you for your time. Uh, I really appreciate you being on the, sh on the show. Um, where can people find you if they want to get in touch with you? Um, well, um, by my name, Javi Sanz, um, I got Instagram, Javi, sorry, Javi is with the J, <laughs> J A V I, Javi, Javi Sanz, S A N Z. Um, and you can find me on Instagram, Facebook. Uh, I have my own website as well habisanphotography.com if you want to check out my hotel the name is the box lipe resort and uh, thank you so much jason for for the opportunity to, to talk with you actually it's been very nice to to go back on my years ago uh, it's, it's been nice yeah really um I, I am with my with the smile in my in my face right now Oh, remember all these other things and um, and yeah i'm looking forward to to meet you in pamplona and we can have some pinchos and tapas and some beers and then go to photograph that sounds, some, some area from pamplona yeah sounds amazing so, yeah all right guys take care uh <laughs> we'll see you on the next show thanks thank you bye bye